Hello and welcome. This is Tim Santoni with Background Screening Tips and Tech. Today we have a very special guest, Bruce Berg. Berg Consulting Group is joining us, uh, coming to us from Florida today. Bruce, thanks so much for joining the podcast. Glad to be here, Tim. Well, Bruce has been in the industry. Uh, he is an expert and been in the industry for over 30 years. Uh, he was a founding member of PBSA, formerly known as NAPBS. Uh, you know, he's successfully scaled, grown, and had his companies acquired. Uh, one was acquired by First Advantage, which he stayed on and, and, and helped to grow. Uh, I was just reading online that Burke Consulting Group is celebrating its 20th year in business. Um, Burke Consulting Group has expertise in helping CRAs, you know, improve processes, deal with M&A issues, uh, generally just positioning and helping them take it to the next level. But Bruce, I'll let you introduce, you know, your company and what you guys do and kind of, you know, from your perspective, you know, what an ideal client looks like, and then we can get into some, some conversation. Sure. Uh, great. Uh, I mean, primarily we work with CRAs, background screening companies, uh, either employment screening or tenant screening. Uh, we work with the wholesalers in the industry, and we also work with some of the people that have integrations with background screening companies. But our, our goal is to help background screening companies do a better job and uh, thrive in sometimes a tough environment, sometimes a very good environment. Right now, it's turning from very tough to very good. Um, and we help them by uh, helping them uh, reduce their cost of obtaining data. We help them by growing through uh, better sales and marketing. And uh, we also provide some services uh, in terms of sourcing for employment verifications and education verifications. In addition, we are the number one intermediary for mergers and acquisitions in the industry. So that's how after I left uh, the, my company, who I sold back in uh, 1998 and left there in 2000, I got into doing M&A work at the request of, of a couple of screening companies that wanted me to sell their company for them. And so we've done over seven dozen deals in the industry. We are the experts in M&A and Again, we help, we help people who want to get in the industry to get in, whether it's a startup or buying in. We help uh, private equity firms that want to get in the industry or add additional screening companies to their existing portfolio. Or, uh, you know, we work with uh, the CRAs if they come to us and they say, look, it's time for us to sell. Uh, we want to sell because we either have a partnership issue, it's time for a divorce, it's time for us to retire. Uh, or, gee, I think the market's going to turn sour and uh, I, I think it's time for me to sell. Or most recently it was, well, the market turned very sour last year and now it's looking like it's coming back to be refreshed and I, you know, we want to be in line. It's time for us to, to exit. So we're here and, uh, again, we've got a great, great reputation in terms of helping people make deals happen to everybody's satisfaction. Yeah, and I've had firsthand knowledge of working with Bruce and his team on the M&A side, and they definitely know their stuff very well respected. Um, if you're interested in learning more about what they do, you can find that BurkeConsultingGroup.com where they have all their solutions as well as their M&A activity and the people that they're representing that are looking for or look or looking to sell or buy on the background screening side. So it's great, great, re great resource. So Bruce, you know, you have extensive experience in kind of the M&A side of the business. I mean, what, in your opinion, is the number one myth that people have when they're looking at you know, potentially selling or exiting their, their screening business? Well, the, the, the number one myth is that uh, they think the company's worth more than what it really is. Uh, 
you know, it, 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 again, uh, we've been down this road many, many, many times, and we know what the company will bring, and we know what it's worth. Again, uh, it, it's it's pretty simple uh, way to figure that out. We help the seller determine what a real value is. Matter of fact, before we take on a client to sell them, we charge them for a business valuation because uh, we need to come to a meeting of the minds in terms of what the company's worth before we go out to market. Uh, it's not necessarily the minimum price. Uh, we always try to get the maximum for the seller, but once something that's realistic, then everybody can agree on so that we can get the deal done. Uh, the other thing that we find is that so many CRAs have not taken good care of their books over the years. They've got things mixed together. They have a lot of personal expenses on their on their expense report. And yeah, those can be pulled out, but it's all becomes, you know, the, the more funny things you have in there, the more a buyer looks at the, at the income statement as being uh, maybe less less than totally reliable. So, uh, you know, we when we work with a lot of clients, we may work with them for a year or two before they actually sell by talking about how their income statement is set up and how their costs are set up. And then we also work with them, let's get your costs down and get your profits up because your sales price is going to be based on profits, how much profit you're making. So if you can pull a couple hundred thousand dollars out of your cost structure over the next couple of years, and you're going to receive a three or a four or five or six multiple on your earnings, if you have $200,000, even times the four multiples, another $800,000 in your pocket. So it's very important to you know, keep your, keep your costs in line, get your costs in line before, you know, you want to sell. We help companies with that all the way down the line. Yeah, that's a good point, Bruce. So obviously uh, your experience is that the, the background screening companies are selling at multiples of earnings and, and what, what kind of is driving that? I mean, there's technology implications, customer base, there's a lot of factors in there, but what are you seeing as the, the, the key things that, that, you know, on the, that a buyer is looking for where value is, is, increased or multiples are increased, um, you know, based on what, based on the type of business it is. Well, every buyer is different. So if a buyer is not in the industry, you know, they may would be willing to pay a little more because they need the technology that comes with that seller, or they may need the management that comes with that seller. If it's a uh, strategic account, they already in the industry that's buying the background screening company. They may not want anything to do with any of the overhead, including the current management. They just want the accounts. Um, so it, it all depends. Uh, a lot of companies we sell have technology they built themselves, but frankly, it's not as good as the buyer's technology. And frankly, it's not even as good as some of the third-party platforms that are out there. And uh, they think it's worth a lot of money because they spent maybe invested a million or a million and a half dollars in their technology, but it really doesn't provide any added value unless they're selling to someone who's just getting into the market. And those people are afraid of that technology because now they have to manage it. And so often these technologies are built by third parties in Yugoslavia or Ukraine or China or someplace. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's just that it has to be managed and that becomes an extra burden for a buyer if they're not careful. So again, the way to maximize value in a CRA is to work with us to make sure that we look at every item on your income statement. We look at your cost down to the, you know, what it costs you for to do a county criminal search in Cook County, Illinois and find a vendor that's going to give you the maximum um, margin so that you can maximize the value of your company. Makes a lot of sense. So in many cases, someone looking to exit, they want to come to you two, three, four, five years before they to just kind of do a checkup, get things in line, because as, as, it's going to take a time. It's going to be a process. 
That's what we recommend. Now, that doesn't always happen. You know, we get plenty of calls from people who say, look, I'm tired. You know, <laughs> I'm done. Uh, you know, or gee, I, you know, I just got a report from my doctor. He says, if I don't stop working, I'm going to over tomorrow. Uh, and I need to get this sold. Or we get a call from somebody who says, look, I bought this background screening company two years ago. And it was making a million dollars then. And since that time, my, I'm, I'm losing a million dollars here. I want out. Just get me out. Get me out as fast as possible. And, you know, so we just pick it up from where, where that is and go with it. Gotcha. So I know that you guys focus a lot on uh, efficiencies with the CRAs from a cost perspective. And, and I guess I would be interested to hear your take on this, right? There's just this kind of, I don't know if there's a, a inherently there's this goal to minimize costs, both both internally as well as to price and be competitive. Um, what, you know, at what point do we hit kind of the bottom? What, 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 you know I mean? At some point it, it, it kind of a unique product or whatever, but that, you know, the costs are the cost, but the value that the CRA brings is the service, the compliance, the platform, the experience, whatever else. It's not just the data back and forth. So, you know, what's your take on that, you know, in terms of decreasing the cost, which is important to make margins, but not decreasing your overall price and still, con- you know, conveying the fact that you bring value. Well, again, the, 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 the key thing here is you don't want to sacrifice quality for cost. Uh, co- you know, the cost is equal amongst quality, but you have to have the quality first. Uh, you know, to pay 50 cents for something uh, per unit uh, and you're not getting anything that's of, of any value, just leaving yourself open to lawsuits, which are going to cost you a whole lot more money. And that doesn't make any sense. So, but again, there's, there's no reason why you can't get equal quality, sometimes better quality at a lower price from someone that's been able to negotiate um, a better price for you because of whatever relationships they've had in the past with the particular vendors that they're, that they're bringing to you. Gotcha. So it's, it's a combination of things. Yep, definitely. Um, and in pre COVID, I know that we are in pretty good economic times and conversations and reviews, obviously you're, you're very up to date on what's going on in terms of acquisitions and mergers. And my guess is that a lot of that shut down now as things kind of open back up in terms of business is kind of, I say business as unusual, right? We're back to business, but it's different than it was. And there's a lot of factors that impact that. But in terms of you know industry overall, what are you hearing from the people you work with and talk to? What's kind of the the 2021 you know outlook? Well, I you know the, the feedback I'm getting is everybody's very excited. I mean, people are starting to go back to work. Businesses are opening up, uh, and um, people are going out into the world. They want to go. I mean, the airlines are full. We read about that in the paper. The cruise lines are, cruise lines are saying, "Look, we need to open up again." Uh, people start moving and go back to work. They, you know, all the other businesses that are depending on those people going to work, serving lunches or, or uh, whatever it may be, uh, you know, they, they have to bring more people back to work and being people working is what makes our industry hum. So I, you know, frankly, and then we're looking at a $2 billion infrastructure package that, that, uh, that Biden has introduced. And yes, we need infrastructure done for sure. And another $2 billion stimulus is going to really push businesses to, you know, to grow. And then they're good. If they're growing, then um, it, the labor force gets tighter. When the labor force gets tighter, there's more people moving around in the labor force. And if there's more people moving around, there's more background checks being done. Uh, the, the negative, of course, is going to be there's going to be a significant tax increase on corporations, uh, which is going to slow things down from investment on their part. But, um, you know, if there's a $2 trillion push on the other side, that's going to offset that somewhat. So I think people in the industry are very positive. 
And um, yes, uh, some there is some price pressure at the top, and it's we get a little more competitive every year. It's been that way for 20 years at least. <laughs> and uh, uh, and, the, and and the, on the bottom end, in terms of your cost, I mean, those continue to be reduced, and not only in terms of data acquisition, but also in terms of cost to do things. Uh, particularly if you, a lot of companies are eliminating their physical space. Right? We're going to work remote from now on. I don't have to have physical space. My people don't have to, they work full eight hours and have to travel a half hour each way to work. They're more productive and, and we're more productive. We've been able to manage through that very nicely. Thank you. And we're, we're not going to go, go away from that. I mean, before COVID, uh, I mean, we, we, we market a company called the Background Warehouse, which does employment verifications. And those are done by people picking up the phone and calling past employers. And the question from our clients was, are they on site or are they off site? We don't want anybody working off site. Well, that's gone. I mean, that's a myth that's been destroyed because people can do it and you can do it securely and you can do it efficiently. Sure. So, very upbeat. Everybody's upbeat. Gotcha. So I want to run something by you, Bruce. So one thing, you know, in talking to on a prior podcast, I interviewed somebody in the, in the recruiting and staffing and they do a lot of business level positions. So not, not the, not manufacturing, not construction, but office positions, you know, administrative, secretarial, you know, the management type positions. She said 75% of those jobs are now remote. Like you mentioned, right? This is the new normal. So as a background screening company that provides background checks to those service-based companies. Now you have people working remote. So not interacting with other employees. They're not interacting with clients. They're not interacting with vendors and partners and suppliers. Do you think that there's going to be a shift in the risk perspective of employers when it comes to the background checks? Um, not sure where you're going with that, Tim. Uh, I, I, yeah, yes and no. Um, you know, I, yeah, they may be working from home, and therefore we may not have to worry about the fact that this person was a, a violent criminal because they're not going to be able to hurt anybody in our office. But on the other hand, we don't know what their background is. We don't know if they embezzled, if they had theft. We don't know if they got fired from three jobs that were they were working remotely before and they never worked a day there. They just took collected their paycheck. So that's all part of a background check. And uh, and, and you need to do that. And, you know, social media checks are coming up and as more popular. I mean, they're done, you know, quietly by the human resource departments today, but that's going to become part of the services that screening companies offer more and more. And not only for pre-employment, for, but for continuous, uh, continuously following what's going on because uh, the lawyers are out there and they're happy to sue uh, any company who has an employee that does something that they shouldn't have done and the company should have known about it. Yeah. Yeah. And that was kind of my next thought, which is, you know, I, I think that there's still inherent risk with people, whether they're working physically at, with staff or remote, right? What they've did, their culture, it's actually more impactful because you're, tr you're having to trust them more to work on their own remotely without supervision, you know, in some respect. Um, but I think that you hit on the next point, which I think is, is super important, which is the shift towards more of the social media screening and monitoring of applicants before, during, and, you know, in the course of employment. And I think that we're hearing a lot of chatter about the social media. And we've, you know, we're, we're kind of looking at all the different platforms and technology that are available and that are out there. And I think, like you said, now it's what is an employer should have known. And if they should have known and there's availability to check social media and they didn't, there's a risk there. And so I think that that's the, the next step. And not only that, but really a monitoring, whether it's criminal monitoring that's, that's coming full circle, social media monitoring, there's an inherent need to mitigate risk by getting your arms around your, your employment, your employees and what they're up to 
and not just doing a one and done. And, you know, with technology and platforms now with rechecking and monitoring the, the cost to do it has come down so far that I think it's, it's a no brainer. It's just a matter of, of background screeners selling it and positioning it properly in a way that makes sense for, for those employers. And it's another revenue stream in, in the sense for a, a CRA, right? It's a, it's a, it's something that needs to be out there. Awesome. Awesome. Well, Bruce, before we let you go, uh, you know, what, what other insights or things do you want to share about Berg Consulting Group? Uh, you know, what projects you're working on or anything that, that, uh, that our, our listeners would be, you know, can help you with. Well, again, uh, you know, we're here as a service company. We're here to help you. Uh, we, we don't make any money unless we help you. And that's how we structure things. So, uh, and we're open, you know, if you have a question, call me, uh, call or call Evan or call Abby. Uh, we'll, we'll do our best to answer it. Uh, if you want to get into, you know, something more in depth then we create a consulting agreement and we'd like to get paid for our time. But again, initially, you know, give us a call, talk about your issues, talk about what you want to do. And if we can help you, we'll tell you. And if we can't, you know, we'll tell you that too. It's just what it's all about. Yeah, Bruce, thank you. And, and I think that anyone should take them up on that because I know that I've reached out and he's always taken my calls, returned my emails and appreciate, you know, all the insight. Also, if you want a really quick read, if you go to the website, bergconsultinggroup.com, there's Berg's Background Business Benchmarking Blue Book. It's a very easy PDF flip through. It seems super basic, but there's some really things that you've talked about and, and things that you haven't talked about that are in this book that talk about response times and different uh, metrics and, and different things and way to run a CRA. And I think that at a basic level, it's something I refer to anyway on a regular basis. I think it's an excellent resource for a lot of people in the background screening business. And so check that out. Uh, thanks again for tuning into Background Screening Tips and Tech. Bruce, thanks for joining the show. Again, you can pick up the podcast wherever you download your podcasts and uh, stay tuned as we have some other episodes lined up here in the future. Thanks. Thanks.